Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate. If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially the women. Stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. short weeks before uh, baby brand is due and um, it's, it's kind of I'm, I'm at the point you know I read the blogs and stuff like that and I'm at the point where it's like I'm not quite freaking out yet but I'm almost there so oh and, and you know love is like she's totally freaking out but like me I'm still coolish you know but it's there it's definitely there well, I, I think y'all gonna make great parents I mean you both level headed people uh, individually. Now, when y'all get together, y'all something huh. else. Individually, y'all something else. Loving people. So when that energy gets together, oh, boy, it's it's explosive. But uh, that's what it's all about, finding your way and, and enjoying the moment. So congratulations uh, to y'all. Thanks. Thanks. I really I really appreciate that, for real. I love it. And, um, you know, Auntie Auntie Soy is always gonna be uh, you know, right there, so I'm I'm, I'm confident and I'm good with that. Hey B, listen, make sure you let me know when the baby shower is now. And I want let's say I, I need to talk a little. Let me know when the baby shower is. I'm pulling that movie there for the wedding. Is it gonna be local? Is it gonna be a destination? I mean they so exotic, you know. Yeah, so is the baby gonna be born here or is the baby gonna be born here? Is that the plan? Yeah, so um, we're we're gonna go back home to Cuba and have the baby, and so um, 
I think that we'll have like half the baby in Cuba and then the other half a baby, you know, where I'm, you know, from in Trinidad as well. And so she's like Haitian, so we, you know, we're going we're gonna to have the baby in Haiti as well, all, all three. Uh, I knew, I knew it was going to happen. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. So she's like, wait, what? What? Like, no. Um, like in all seriousness, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna have the baby here. Um, gonna be at Northside Hospital, and uh, I'm you know I'm confident with that. The baby shower is also gonna be here. Um, we're locking down the venue right now, so uh, we, we you know we're looking pretty good with that. So I mean you know it's everything is everything is in line. So yeah, we'll definitely do it here. Everything is in line, uh, so that it's not an inconvenience on the people that we rock with in Atlanta and then we'll have another one uh up in New York. But you gotta come you never hung out in New York with me yet. So I think that now would be a good time for you to come up to New York as well, you know, for the other um Is that what yeah, okay. baby shower. Yeah. So we're gonna have a meet the baby so we're gonna have the baby shower here and a meet the baby in New York. Oh It'll be fun, um, and then you get to see how crazy my family is, and they, you know, all hang out, you know. So if you think me and love is something, wait till you see our families get together. Oh God! I'm gonna have a lot oh, of yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be pretty cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. As a matter of fact, we should probably do like a, like a, like a side <laughs> show from live from New York. You know, that's what we should probably do. Meet the Robinson. Meet the Robinson show. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> that. <laughs> That one, <laughs> they wouldn't be ready for that one. Um, but I ready for it. Let me, yo, it's crazy. Check this out, right? I got, I got something for you, sorry. Let me ask you this. Um, you shot me, you shot me the the, the post for for this weekend, uh, for the, for our conversation, right? And I mean, everything aside, what what made you pick that? Like, I mean. I always love your your post, and I mean, I, it's a hot topic. I, I need this topic. I need to speak about this because I have so much um, on my mind about it. And uh, when when I start telling you some other stuff, you know, it'll it'll, it'll you'll see why. But ha- what what made you bring this up now? I mean, usually we 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 stay away from politics and stuff like that, you know. But why this and why now? Well, you know. The- um, when the incident happened with, with Nipsey, right, him um, being shot, you know, we, we definitely don't want to hear about uh, any of our family members or loved ones, you know, leaving, whether it's, you know, by gunshot or cancer or some other tragedy, you know, because we want our loved ones to be around. But But when I saw that or heard that the person who allegedly had killed him, was a member that he associated with. You know, it it kind of uh, took me down uh, a path, you know, memory lane. You remember, mm-hmm. Brandon, we had Sharon Bolden on the show, right? Sharon Bolden was on the show. She's from Chicago. Um, we tried to do a, a pre-recording with her and just ended up just doing a live show with her. But uh, she yep. was her brand. So let's have sex, so cute on our Facebook page, and uh, let's give her a shout-out her new business name. But she um, she lost her son uh, in a situation where he was among some friends, and there was a card game. Uh, 
shot, kind of got into it, and her shot, her son got shot. He was in a room with friends, you know. So to hear that, you know, Nipsey incident happened with someone that he knew, you know, and then it took me down memory lane. <clears throat> I have a brother that um, was was killed when he was young, someone he knew. My ex-husband mm-hmm. killed someone he knew. So it is these people who are in our circle that are not for us. You know, so right. you know, I, I just, it's, and the thing about it, Brandon, is that when there's a mole in the group, sometimes people know, and we got to call them out. You know, we got to call them out on that behavior. We know, so I, I, right. I, just, I, mean, I don't know what the situation was, but I, I know in my own social circles that there are people who are not good people, and, and, and we sleep on them and ignore their, their jealous behavior you know, their backstabbing behavior, and, and yeah, you sit in the same circles with these people. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. And so let me, let me ask you this now. So, so now, now i got to ask. First off, you know, um, let me just say I'm really sorry to hear about all of that. I knew some of that, but let, let me just say it online. Um, I, I will say this much. So... <sighs> It's it's tough. Okay, so street things are street things, right? So, you know, they were a member. They were members of the Crips, um, or or at least Nipsey was at one point. And um, you know, one of his business partners said something that really struck a chord with me. He was like, you know, Nipsey grew up how he grew up or whatever, but like he was actually back in the neighborhood trying to change all that. Um, and Ricky Smiley, I believe, also had an incident where you know he was almost killed by a member, you know, as you call it, a mole in his group or, or in his closest, you know, or, or circle, whatever, close or not. And so it's it's hard to identify with these individuals. Um, the Nipsey Hussle situation, the, the, the Nipsey Hussle murder is very controversial because of a few different things. You know, he says some stuff in his raps about if he gets killed, you know, that, that it's, it's a specific reason why. Um, and, and, and now this comes out. So, there's a few different things that 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 I have, you know, on that. But I will say this, um, and this is this is the reason why it's tough for me. I, my family and, and Nipsey Hussle's family are, are, are close. Like, they, you know, my brother did his security. You know, um, when he was in New York, uh, I, I had already been out here, but my oldest brother did his security when he was in New York. Um, he it's, he's kind of family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like. So it's tough, you know, when somebody that close, you know, gets gets killed. That's why I didn't really post much about it, you know what I'm saying, because it's, it's kind of troublesome. But um, when you have a situation like that, and it's, and it's over some apparent, like, jealousy, that's incredibly whack. So, you know, without further ado, I, I definitely want to get into some strategy on how to identify this mole. Like, what... Now, now, I mean, well, I think we all know how to, you know, identify a hater, but, but what if he's not, or what if she's not? How do you identify this mole, you know? And, and, then, and then how do you know that it's really that? Like, maybe the person is just, you know, a negative person. It doesn't mean that they're trying to kill you. You know, maybe they're just negative, or maybe they're just, you know, weak-minded or something like that. But, but how do you know that this, this person is dangerous? Like, what, how, how would you tell? Well, pause right there because before before you get to get your strategies out and share with them, 
I want to say this to the to, to the people. Good morning, Toronto on Facebook. Good morning, Gilda. Let me say this to you for the people who, if you are the victim, and you know, in the group with the most, before Brandon gives you sadness, let me just say this. I want to just remind you that when people act a certain way, it is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So don't always take it so personal when you see behavior traits happen because it is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So how they act is how they feel about themselves, how they do the world. So don't always take it personal. You know, sometimes we feel like it's always about us. It's about them. And they feel inadequate in the circle, or they feel inadequate around you, or they don't feel like they're up to par, they're going to do certain things and act a certain way. And we're going to talk about things that they do or say. But that is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Don't take it personal. Be wise about that. Don't get all emotional when they flip out and do little things. Call them on it. Deal with it. But realize that it is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. That's real talk. Real talk. Mm. Real talk. So yeah. I I definitely see where you're coming from with that and I you know, I I'll be honest with you. I and let me just be let me you know, let me just be frank about it. I if somebody is not really for me, I don't give a damn how they feel about themselves. I give a damn about how your actions affect me and mine. You know what I'm saying? So definitely with in line with what you're saying is is definitely good to know, but it life is too life is too real and too deliberate for me to go ahead and have to worry about somebody and how they feel about themselves. You know what I'm saying? I I definitely uh uh-uh, uh we ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's, it's real simple, right? Like the, the the whole Bible story about Cain and Abel. It's real simple. Cain killed Abel. That was his own brother. Um, you know. Jesus' peoples betrayed him, you know, or, or, or one of his mans betrayed him. So, like, I mean, when you look at stories like that, this been going on. And so, like, how how you know who's in your circle? You know, I, Judas was, I, I guess he had some other issues, you know, more than just silver. But, I mean, come on, yo. Like, what are we talking about for real? You know, I, you know, it, it just bothers me when, it bothers me when people can't get their own so they, they have to go ahead and, and, and try to impose on somebody else's. I don't understand that. It just, you know, their weak-mindedness is killing people, literally. You know, it's, it's, it's destroying people, taking other lives, taking good people, family members. So that's something that's just wild to me. Like, I, you know, how, how, you know, I don't know. And then, and then what you said, like other people let, in the group let it happen. How does this, how does this happen? How does, how do we even get with that? You, you understand what I'm saying, Soy? I, I, I get that. I, I get that. And, and, and I think that now the male circle and the female circle is definitely different. You know, the guy thing, you know, is a little different than how females are in, in, in their circle. But there's always a mole. There's always a hater. There's always somebody that's not for you. Um, and then someone said, like, haters are, are your motivators. And then someone posted here, keep your enemies close. You know, um, what does that mean? Keep your enemies close. So does that mean that if I know that you you kind of trick off and if I have you around my man, you may try to come for him because I've seen you do it to someone else, so I'm going to keep you close? So somebody posted that on Facebook. I, I want you to explain how that will work. Now, 
understand, understand that we've heard this before, but I'm trying to understand, like, like how close do you keep your enemies? Because if I know you're shady and you're fraudulent and you run game, I don't want you close because I don't want to spend my energy checking you because I'm not the kind of person that's going to let you sit around me and do that. So I, I ain't got time to keep checking you, keep getting into it with you. I, I don't want you close, boo. Boo, I don't want you close. Right. So that's, or, or, that's a guy or a female. So I hear that, but I want somebody to really explain to me, how does that really work, keep your enemies close? I mean, you should know who they are so you can deal with them accordingly. You know, and, and, and position them where they can be uh, positioned so they are not a threat to you. But I, I don't know about what that keep them close. I, I don't I don't want my enemies close. In fact, I I want you around. I uh, block you from my page. I don't even want you to have access to me. You know, it's like I don't need you close, boo, because I got enough support. You taking up space. Like, why well, need you close? Sorry. Let me just say, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Whoever came up with that saying. Uh, they obviously didn't have very many enemies or powerful ones, so um, they, you know, that's definitely a no go for me. I don't. So there's one of two options, you know. Uh, I, I I studied the art of war, you know, since I was a child. I studied, you know, the 33 strategies. Well, I studied all of this kind of stuff, you know, this mastery of yourself and leadership and whatnot. So um, when I sit there and I think about an enemy. An enemy is somebody that will do anything that they possibly can to kill you or to, or to move you out the way. Maybe not kill you, but move you out the way. They're going to do anything. You're a threat to them of some kind, so they're going to completely do everything within their power to eliminate that threat, that threat being you. You want that person close to you is a completely asinine and ridiculous uh, 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 idea. It's a stupid principle, and a lot of people just say it because they have absolutely no idea what an enemy is and what what that kind of what that kind of presence would do to you okay um and i if if you're offended by it listen better then you know um so he, and here's why i say that just think about if you ever had an enemy or what you consider an enemy um and what you would do with that person if you could and then figure out if you were in that person's circle what you would do and then take that and now realize that somebody else is trying to do that exactly to you. So you think that because they're in your circle that you'll be able to um, to predict their movement or whatever the case may be. You'll never know. You know what I'm saying? People that get that, that, that coups and whatnot to happen, um, overthrows of governments or, or, or companies, the, the person that's targeted is the last person to ever know, and you just put in the, the rat in the nest. Why would you do that? You know, if I know that somebody's my enemy, his ass is out. You know, um, and if I don't feel comfortable around people, I, I I get people out of my circle and out of my life quick. Like, yo, you're done. You only have but one chance to show me that you that you that kind of individual and you're out of here. I don't I don't I don't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? If I think that somebody would try to, you know, take my wife from me or whatever the case may be, you're out of here. You know, if I think that somebody would try to hurt my family or whatever, you're out of here. I don't want you around. So I would never have anybody that I, I consider my enemy anywhere near me. That's just crazy. Well, yeah. You know, I, I think that I think that like I, I prize um, what I have in my life. It may not be much to some, and, and to some it, it may be a lot, but I, I'm proud of it, right? And so therefore, I have to protect it, like you said, I have to protect your family. 
So it's not just physical people that we protect, but it's our emotional space. It's, it's our mental space. And, you know, as, as African-American people, I feel like we always think that we have to suffer. Like we're, we're always chasing suffering. We're always looking for the next worst thing to happen and embrace it when it happens. That's, that's, that's ridiculous, yep. you know. We're always the next best thing. And, and here's a quick example, and we've got a caller who's going to come on and share some comments with us. So, Sharon Washington, stand by. We're about to bring you on. But um, so listen, so imagine the, um, <laughs> you, you see someone and you're like, uh, how are you doing? It's like, fine. How are you doing? And they, they tell you what happened to them, right? And they tell you the worst thing. This happened to me. And then what the next person do, this is how crazy we are. They top the story with another bad incident. Oh, you think that's bad? Right. Let me tell you about, you know, like, why do we do that? Why do we recall it? Shut it down. Like, oh, man, you know what? I'm sorry to hear that your car broke down. I know a mechanic. Here you go and move on. Oh, my car broke down too. And this is, oh, my wife died too. Oh, my son died too. I mean, why do we why do we do that? We go down this road of paths of things that are not good for us, are not healthy. They make us feel a certain way, and we embrace that. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. So are you ready? <laughs> I'm hit, ahead, wait, can you hear me? Oh, good, good, good. I'm calling from Canada, so I'm in Canada this week. And, um, yeah, so I have a different perspective on keep your enemies close. So I'm a professor at Trinity University, 13 years, been teaching intercultural communication. And one of the biggest things that I find that within our community is that um, we're not helping one another. See, we don't take the time to know, to understand that everybody's imperfect. And so they may not have had an experience to have solid and good relationships. This could not, now, not every instance, but with enemies or, or what you want to call enemies could be a perfect opportunity for a teaching moment of how to be um, a good supporter or a good friend or a good whatever. If you find that there may not necessarily be enemies or haters, it could be, it, when we talk about haters, it's always about, what people feel internally anyway. So this is about their internal feelings of what they can or cannot do. So this is more of a teachable moment. And I find that um, I don't even know. I'm blind to enemies and haters because I don't even look in that direction. And like Dawn said, um, I don't deal with people where, you know, I got to constantly check them and, and have conflict. So I don't really know that, you know, I, if I have haters, I don't know them because I'm above that. I'm in another cloud. All right. Well, well, you, you heard it from Canada. You know, teaching uh, <laughs> solutions one definitely shout out. Uh, she she deals with um, helping people build their their brand um, through social media and advertising things like that. So thank you, Sharon, for, for tuning in. Uh, we, we we love you. We we love you here. And um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so... go ahead, Sharon. That's it for Canada? Okay, she's gone. Okay, we, lost her. Know, we, got, we got the most important Yeah, good, good comment, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, I mean, I, I will I, say this. I, so I feel where she's coming from, too, but 
um, that's what I feel like that's with somebody that's not quite an enemy or whatever the case may be. Like if you have to put somebody in their place and they're not necessarily a hater, but maybe they just did something that rubs you the wrong way, you know, you you can kind of go that route. But for like enemies and haters and moles and whatnot, you know, you don't want to keep those people around. And I'm the, 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 the coaching part for that, like that, that is the coaching. Me cutting you off, do better. Like that's it. We're done. Cause you have the potential to do it. You know, um, it, it's, so, so check this out, right? So, you know, if, if somebody backstabs you, it's like uh, I think it was maybe an old Aesop's fable about the snake and the frog or, or, or the scorpion and the frog or something like that. Frog, uh, The scorpion asked the frog to take him across the river. Frog is like, no, if I do it, you, you'll kill me or you'll stab me and I'll die, and, you know, whatever. And long story short, scorpion does it, and the frog looks up and asks why. He's like, yo, I'm a scorpion. That's what I do, you know. Like, I'm, I'm going to stab you in the back. Like, it just is what it is. There's absolutely no reason for me to put myself in that position for you to actually do it and succeed. That's just it's crazy to me. You know, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous that, like, more people haven't gotten it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You you um, you um mentioned that you were going to give people some, some strategies, so I want you to have your one, two, three together. And so while you get that together, let me just say, uh, piggyback off of Sharon Washington's comment, about she said that those are sometimes it's teachable moments, and that's how she sees that comment, uh, keep your enemies close, that it's a teachable moment to develop them. Now, that could be true if, 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 that, if that's your skill. You know, God has given us all gifts. So if you have the gift to see different things and mentor the people and deal with certain things, then, then you should address it because that's your calling to do so. Sometimes when we out of our lane and we do that, we make the situation worse. Because we're not equipped. You try to talk with someone about something, you hurt their feelings, you know, you, you shut them down. So And it begins to be a worse problem because you got involved. So I'm just going to tell you real quickly, recognize your gift, recognize what lane you're in. But if you call to make a change and address something, hold them accountable and say something about their behavior. So we promised what Brandon promised, that he was going to give you a strategy for recognizing uh, these people that are in, in the mold. So, Brandon, go ahead and give them a stretch. How, how do they recognize the mold in the group? How, how, how do you see that person? So the first thing that you so the first thing that you do is you definitely got to listen to. Um, so if you have a significant other and they're telling you, "Yo, this is um, this person is rubbing me the wrong way. I'm not I'm not sure about this person. I, I feel some kind of way. Uh, whatever that looks like, listen." So that's the first thing you want to do. You want to listen. Um, if, if if somebody that you hold near and dear is telling you they have a bad feeling, something in the universe is pulling their attention because you can't see it. After you listen, you know, and hear for signs like that, watch. You want to watch this person. You want to you want to analyze this person. You want to see how this person is moving. Now, you have to pay attention to how this person is moving. Um, and then the last thing, and probably the most important. After you fi- finally realize or, or, or the person's come to light that they're not to be trusted, execute. Um, and, and by execute, I don't mean kill them uh, unless, obviously, they're attacking you. But execute. Get them out of your life. Put them on the chopping block and get them out of your life. They don't need to be there. They've already proven themselves. You don't need to go ahead and second guess what you, what you already know. Two plus two is four. Just it is what it is. It sucks. Yes, it does. It's not nice. It's a horrible situation. You want to be their friend. You want to save everybody. Everybody ain't for saving. You know, you for saving first. So um, listen, watch, execute. That's going to be, that's my top three. All right. 
All right, there we go. That make that makes sense. Listen, watch, execute. That's that's all you got to do. And if you want to hear more, listen, watch, say execute. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to hear more, say more. Hang out with us a little bit on, on Facebook Live. We're going to continue this conversation just for a little bit because I got a little action. But I appreciate you all hanging out with us on, on, on our radio program. It's been an amazing uh, morning. I hope we've inspired you, um, gave you some things to think about. And visit the website, CoffeeTalkWithSource.com. Com and let us know how you felt about our topic this morning. So, Brendan, I appreciate you. We love you here in the cafe. Thanks for being a part of Boo Nation. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.